All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Meathead University. This is episode five. Today, Shay and I are going to be going through a few different topics. This is more so like a Q&A. I put up a little Q&A Instagram story um, on my IG, so go ahead and follow it if you want to get involved with some future Q&As. Um, and we're just going to go through a few different questions that people had. But first, we got to talk about um, some, training. some training things. How are you doing, Shay? Uh, could be better. Pretty fatigued right now. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just finished up my last week of my mesocycle. So fatigue's really high and I'm pretty, I'm just pretty fried. Probably can tell by how I sound in this podcast right now. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, but next week's a deload and then back at it pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How about you? How's training going? Pretty fucking good, man. Pretty yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Massing's been going really well. Yeah. I'm in my third week no this is my fourth week of training you're going into your fourth going into my fourth week nice, yeah nice. yeah um i know you trained what five weeks and yeah then you did a deload yep so i did five weeks and i was also massing and that mm-hmm. went really good i put on i went up about i think i posted on my instagram the other day. i think i went from like 178 to like 181 so mm-hmm. Like four, it was like four and a half pounds I went up in weight. So yeah, it's pretty solid in five weeks. So that's kind of right on scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, right on track. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, do that again next month. Cycle another yeah. five pounds, road to two hundred. So <laughs> right, yeah. Right. How did you feel with the fatigue catching up with you? Uh. It caught up pretty. It it came on. It kind of came on really fast. This mesocycle. cycle, like week one through three, was okay. Then four started getting my fatigue started getting pretty. High and then five, I just kind of just pushed it like every session and yeah, yeah. I'm just like like yesterday when I was leaving the gym, I was just I was, I kind of told you when I was leaving, I'm like I'm so glad I'm not training next week, dude. Yeah, like, there's no way I would. It it would just be such a waste of time. So yeah, I'm dude, definitely. And and like even during the session, like when you're doing your squats, oh just yeah, like you did not want to fucking do no, that. No, dude, I just no no part of me wanted to do those Smith squats and like my like my progress was going backwards just i was starting to regress a little bit like i wasn't hitting reps that i wanted to mm-hmm. i mean i was still pushing the failure and shit like you're you were helping me on some of those sets and mm-hmm. yeah i was giving it my all and i just couldn't get more so like definitely in a good spot to take a deload and let the body drop some fatigue and get ready to do another five weeks yeah i'd probably say five weeks again that yeah. kind of seemed nice this time around so yeah nice yeah uh yeah, I mean, as far as my training's been going, yeah, so I'm in week three right now. Um, I'm going back to school in a week, so yeah, next week Saturday. Yeah, right? Yeah. Wait, today, today's Sunday. Today so is Sunday, yeah. Six <laughs> days from today. Holy <laughs> shit. Pretty much five days from today is when my last day here. Yeah. It's really weird. It's coming up quick. So, yeah. The summer's gone by really fast, I have yeah. to say. Um, and as far as my mesocycle goes, I'm planning on doing another week of training. And then... Um, more than likely deloading my first week back at school. So, like, deload week five, pretty much? Deload week five. The yeah. only reason for that, like, I would like to extend it longer, probably. Oh, it's school and stuff. Just the stress of yeah. moving in and Mo- all that. Yeah, exactly. Moving in and then also getting used to all the equipment again. Because, mm-hmm. like, just, just like, all the equipment just weighs differently, feels differently. Yeah. Like, the bars at the YMCA, I like the bars at the YMCA so much because they actually bend a little bit. Yeah, they're pretty broken in. Yeah, yeah. They're, the, 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 uh, they're broken in, and they're old, like, actual decent, like, Texas power bars, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, they are, yeah. Yeah. Thank Joe for breaking those in with the <laughs> heavy rack pulls and stuff. No kidding, Joe, dude. Joe, yeah. 
Oh, do you remember Ryan, that one, like, su- su- super strong sumo deadlifter that used to be there? Ryan. Blonde hair? No, I don't think I do. Maybe not. No. I'll just send you his profile later, but... Yeah. Yeah. He he used to pull, like, 700 pounds on... At the on Y? Bars. Yeah. Damn, It dude. was crazy. That floor must have been shaking. <laughs> dude, and he would put, like, the 100-pound plates on the end, so yeah. it just... Oh, God. The, the whip would always be crazy, dude. That and he was... That's one thing that, like, I, I like, when I do leg press, I'm always, like, I feel like a pussy for, like, posting my videos of, like, because it looks like there's, like, no weight on there, but, like, they're 100-pound plates and yeah. shit, so it's just, like. Those are heavy, dude. Like, they're heavy. You go to grab those and you're, like, oh, shit, like, that's on 45, you know, that's a good old iron or metal 100-pound plate, yeah. If you drop that bitch on your foot, you're not seeing your foot yeah, again. Yeah, that's going to hurt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, as far as the rest of my mass has been going, it's going pretty well. Yeah. Um. This is only mesocycle one out of possible four, maybe three yeah. before uh, the strength phase. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, in winter, come winter, yeah. be, we'll be all suited up there for the powerlifting a little. Yeah. By, by then, I'll be 190. You'll probably be, maybe you'll even be he- like heavier than me by I then. I think so, dude, because like, if I, if I stay at the rate of like a pound a week, mm-hmm. and like I can eat, dude, like, we know like I can eat food. That that's not an issue. So yeah, I can definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. I'm, a, I'm right. I feel like a fat fuck sometimes. <laughs> no. no, but uh, yeah. So like, if I keep up with this rate of gain, like in ten weeks, ideally, well, twelve weeks because five weeks of training, two weeks of deloading. So mm-hmm. in twelve weeks, I should be like one ninety two, one ninety three. That's a pound a week. Uh, yeah, that's at a pound a week. But also during the deals, you're probably not going to gain weight, though. Yeah, right. So 12 weeks, yeah. five pounds. Uh, yeah, so that'd be yeah. like, yeah. So, I mean, that's three, well, 12 weeks. That's like, what, two and a half months. Mm-hmm. So I might even be like low 190s, mid 190s. Shit, dude. That'll be, be a nice spot for some stri- uh, strength training, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be exciting. And I've after had, all that conventional, dude? Yeah, I've, I haven't weighed that much since high school either. Yeah? Yeah, except for... Back football? Yeah, ex- except for my hunting trip this past year where I... <laughs> dude, we should tell that story, Yeah, man. that would be a good story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think for another episode we could talk about that, but basically I put on like... 20 pounds in like four days dude yes just water weight obviously i dropped like 15 pounds in like two days but yeah that was something we could talk about but yeah yeah but that was like like i haven't weighed a legit 190 something since like my senior year of high school so it'll mm-hmm. be fun Fair enough yeah i haven't weighed 190 since freshman year i did like like a super crazy bulk when i was power power building actually yeah, power building. Talk so we'll talk about this episode yeah but uh yeah yeah when i was doing that i was like going to the dining hall probably a good four or five times a day just pounding food yeah plus mass gainers every single day plus like just like there was this one little like tiny little grab and go dining hall in my uh residence hall too Mm -hmm. where i'd go down there and get like a greasy ass just bacon egg and cheese and eat that in the mornings it didn't even taste good half the time like the uh, like sometimes i would get a sausage egg and cheese and like it would be all frozen in the middle because it's clearly just warmed up that's gross you know just microwave that thing and throw it in like the warming box or whatever yeah yeah so that's what you get guys if you go to university at 60 grand a year that's what you can get so yeah but it's pretty cool with middle meal prep another thing we might talk about today (laughs) yeah get around that now you know exactly eat good food man yeah yeah eat good food 
Yeah. Anything else? Interesting going on in training or no? Um, with training at least. Not particularly. I mean, training back three days a week. I haven't really talked about that too much. I talked about how I was doing it, but I haven't talked about how it's been going. Uh, my back's sore. Yeah, I can say that. I'm back training tomorrow. Are you recovering? pretty good session to session or do you think it's a little too much so, so far it's been okay yeah. i guess it's gonna depend on how i recover tonight yeah. into tomorrow because right now i'm definitely still sore and i know i'd be sore tomorrow your volume's probably gonna get a little higher next week too huh yeah well yeah possibly because next week's kind of my last week of training so it could be maybe, maybe i'll bump it up a little it would bit. make sense if you're gonna deload week five it would make sense to kind of just yeah push it next week anyways if you're yeah. gonna deload and then be sore halfway you could really deload. figure out what you're like mrv is yeah. next week for yeah. like a training frequency of three days yeah it it's it's, it's definitely been fun to experiment with though like i've been uh messing with the split a little bit and i'm not i'm not really doing a specific split i'd say because some days i'm training right all upper body some days i'm not you know? i feel like for the most part like sometimes people ask me like oh, what's your split mm-hmm. you know and i'm just like i don't really know yeah like it's like it's kind of a push pull legs but it's like super modified yeah that's what mine is too yeah. well, well we're like getting the frequency we want for all the muscle groups we want yeah and getting the volume in yeah, you, so know? you don't like you don't need a push pull legs or a arnold split or something like that like just yeah it depends what your goal is like my split probably is going to change every mesocycle yeah exactly you know, like the exercise selection stays pretty similar just because that's what works and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it depends what your goal is like i'd say that picking a certain split and always sticking to that just bottlenecks the frequency you can have mm-hmm. so like let's say push pull legs for example people only train biceps on pull yeah right. then you got two days per week biceps yeah whose biceps are gonna grow with two days per week yeah no one yeah you kind of need not a lot of people yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly so yeah. yeah i don't know anyway um i think that's pretty much everything you want to touch on as far as the intro goes yeah so, so far shit's been going pretty well for us yeah and i can't complain about much yeah we're on a roll yeah. deload week next week for you yeah i'm pumped i yeah. need it <laughs> my yeah. brain is not firing correctly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah today the first topic we're going to talk about is uh power building so some people on my instagram were you know asking me if um a- after i do a few bodybuilding comps which will probably be in a year or two years from now or something depends how much of a beef boss i become um they were asking if i was going to go back to power building so first off i'll just kind of give my spiel on power building before you can give your spiel but uh the first thing i want to mention is that so well power building if people don't know is kind of people trying to do powerlifting and bodybuilding at the same time um so it's definitely a fun thing to do like it's definitely fun to train for both strength and hypertrophy at the same time. So start your workout with some crazy strength stuff, like do a max triple or something like that, and then go and do your accessories, which we talked about before the episode, but accessories yeah. aren't accessories, they're exercises. Yeah, they're exercises. They're effective. Yeah. They're just as they're just as effective, if not more effective in some uh situations. So Yeah. I, I think a lot of times people lose focus on those accessory lifts with powerbuilding because they treat them like just like an extra you know mm-hmm. instead of like treating them like just as they treat their squat bench and delft that they're focusing on so much yeah there's no intent with the movement you know exactly like you don't do a three by ten and just pick a random weight and then 
who knows what you do, you know, like, like you got to be more specific with it, understand what you're doing with that exercise and that it's not just an extra, you know, like you're still getting stimulus from it and you're going to be getting stimulus from it that you don't get from those squat bench and delft. Like you're not going to grow your lats and your biceps from doing that shit. So, um, so yeah, that, that's the first part I want to talk about, but also power building is not a sport. So you can compete in powerlifting, you can compete in bodybuilding, but if you ever run into some renowned bodybuilder or powerlifter and they ask you, what are you training for? And then you say, oh yeah, I'm training for powerbuilding. They're like, what the fuck is that? Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> kind of leaves you at that end. It's like, uh, I don't know what it is. Exactly. Like, I mean, if you're just training for fun and... That kind of goes along with the thing of like, saying like, just, they're both great, so do one at a time and get the best of them. Mm-hmm. Like with like do like a strength phase where you're like doing power, your power lifts and you're focusing just on that, mm-hmm. get the best out of that. And then switch over to more of a hyper hypertrophy style training approach, mm-hmm. you know, like bodybuilding training, or whatever mm-hmm. for another couple months, you know, like maximize the benefits of both. Exactly. Instead of, instead of just doing them at the same time. Cause you might get a little bit, but you're just going to be mm-hmm. not going to get good enough. You're not going to, they're not going to be like, as effective as they would be alone right yeah also like one thing i want to mention is that a lot of people that do power power building um say that you know like if you're stronger you'll be able to push more um more load for more reps with hypertrophy Mm -hmm. which does make sense uh to a point but like if you're training for hypertrophy um and 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 the option is you doing like let's say two to four reps on like the squat, for example, instead of doing five to 10 reps, like would getting stronger in the two to four rep range be better than getting stronger in the five to 10 rep range? Like where would you get more hypertrophy? Yeah. There's in more the five to 10. Yeah. There's yeah, exactly. And there's more carryover. Cause if you're stronger in that five to 10, like the odds of you being like your muscles, you, you like you being better in like other higher rep stuff, like your leg press and stuff is probably gonna be better. So like that strength will carry over into your, like higher repetition shit too rather than like that two to four i don't know like it's you know what i mean kind of yeah i i just feel like if you're training in such a low rep range and you're using that specifically to get stronger for hypertrophy why wouldn't you just use that time to use a hypertrophy rep range from the get-go right and get get more months out of training doing that if you're focusing on hypertrophy that makes sense also too like if you're like with the whole power building thing, like you said, like if you have your heavy compounds and then you have like your accessory work or whatever. So that two to four, like if you're just driving a bunch of fatigue up with that, you know, and stuff, and then doing your accessory work, like the odds of your accessory work being like real productive is kind of low too, you know, just because mm-hmm. you're just, I don't know. Well, people treat it like junk volume Yeah, they, just, they treat it like junk volume and it just doesn't make any sense when a lat pull down is going to pull you, it's going to grow your lats more than your fucking, I mean, it's going to be more direct to your lats than your, uh, like deadlift. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. So kind of just actually putting the lats through the full range of motion, whereas a deadlift right. doesn't. It, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, also just wanted to say, uh, just pop it in there. Nobody gives a fuck about power building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, one, no one really does. <laughs> uh but yeah do you have anything to add on that power building topic at all not really i think you kind of covered most of that one i mean it's pretty would you ever do it would i ever do it no 
Definitely not. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was telling Max before, I'm like, I, but you kind of already answered this with like training in a more of a hypertrophy rep range. Mm-hmm. Like I do lower rep stuff, but like for me, I guess that lower rep is like not going below five. Mm-hmm. So like I'll have my heavy compounds, but like it's like that five to eight rep range or five mm-hmm. to 10 rep range, or whatever, you know? So like, and like, that's still pretty low where you can still get strong. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can still get strong, but you still get really good hypertrophy. Yeah, exactly, and you can get strong doing eight to twelve too. You know, it's like, so why not? I guess not. Maybe not as strong as you would, but Mm -hmm. I guess if the goal is hypertrophy, it doesn't make sense to. Yeah, because you still feel like you still can get strong in that five to ten. Yeah, I I just feel like the example is more like people doing super heavy triples or doubles or right shit like that like that is that really going to transfer over to hypertrophy very much probably not probably not right so yeah that that's kind of what we wanted to talk about for that topic yeah 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 i mean you pretty much covered that very well i had to i would have to agree with everything you said so nope nope all right um next thing we're going to talk about is um how to warm up for hypertrophy strength lifting really whatever you're doing yeah um, so basically for this, I'll just give my quick short spiel on this so I don't say everything about it. No, 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 no. I didn't. <laughs> you, can, um, you can talk as much as you want. <laughs> thank my you. brain is, my brain's at 70% capacity. Yeah. Right fatigued, now. fatigued state. No, I'm just kidding. Though. <laughs> um, so usually with warming up, you want to go like start with a more general warm up and then become more and more specific as you're warming up. So I'd say usually warm up shouldn't last any longer than you know 10 20 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say 15 minutes is like kind of the sweet spot for me right. usually. Yeah. But so usually what I recommend is for people to do something like very very general like just getting your uh blood flow going, getting your heart rate up a little bit. So maybe your body temperature in general. Right. Yeah. Body temperature then yeah you're warmer to actually do the lifts because as we all know lifting cold is stupid so like walking into the gym and picking up 405 yeah just dumb yeah and you can do that you can warm the body up or whatever get your heart rate going just by hopping on the bike or the elliptical even walking on the treadmill you know something just to get your heart rate going a little bit and warm the joints up like five five minutes yeah i I usually do like five i usually do like a mile or something on the bike yeah i just go until i hit a mile that's like five minutes yeah or even just go until you like feel warmed up like honestly sometimes like especially if i take like nitric before the gym like i show up and i kind of get like a half pump from doing like two or three minutes on the bike Bike, yeah (laughs) i've I've noticed that too yeah yeah (laughs) but uh but yeah so so that's more general part and then like let's say you're training upper body or lower body in the gym like let's say you're training lower body in the gym you're obviously going to want to do um, some sort of joint mo- mobilization or just moving your joints through their full range of motion. Yeah. Um, because then that kind of prepares you to actually use those joints full range of motion in the actual exercise. So doing some sort of like unweighted hip hinge would be a good idea. Uh, you know, doing some hip circles. Like I just do hip swings and things like that. I'm sure a lot of people yeah, do Yeah, that's those. pretty much what I do too. Just yeah. some it's it's kind of basic stuff just yeah moving your body around yeah. and then maybe doing some like ankle rolls or body weight squats or something yeah just... i think ankle i think ankle mobility is uh super overlooked in oh. terms of like 
lower body training. Like that's mm-hmm. something I started doing a little more is just like what do you usually do for it? I usually so there's this one I don't know the names of them but like you go on a, it's if you have like a bench or something you mm-hmm. kind of put your toes on the bench and then you it's it it's pretty much like you like ankle mobility is pretty much like stretching your calves in different yeah. ways because like that's kind of like your calves what, what kind of limits it yeah ex- exactly so like you're I don't know what would it be like your calf mobility or fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you well stretching your calf also stretches your Achilles tendon, which yeah. probably pulls on your ankle the most. Yeah, exactly. So kind of like they're like calf calf stretches. So like when I put my toes on the side of a bench and like lean over, shit mm-hmm. like that, or even just like putting your like toes up on a wall, mm-hmm. you know, and then like leaning over and like stretching your calves, like stuff yeah. like that. I do, and like that helps me. Like I feel like that helps me like get deeper in my squat. Oh, for sure. You know, stuff yeah. just simple stuff like that, like rolling your calf on its side and. Mm-hmm. I mean, rolling your ankle on side and like stuff like that. And also, uh, something that I feel like just uh, that people overlook too is like feet shit. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever rolled your feet? Like the bottoms of them? Yeah. Yeah, because there, there's parts. I don't. I don't really know like the anatomy of the foot too well, but like. Yeah. I think there's that. There, well, there's a ton of muscles down yeah, there. Yeah, there is. And and like think about how involved your feet are for squats, for example. Like yeah. if your feet are dysfunctional as shit like flat like mine uh your squat might not look so great you know and and you won't be like uh uh like with squatting you have to have that you know tripod foot and be able to maintain the arch throughout the lift otherwise you go into i think it's pronation Mm -hmm. right where you kind of roll your ankles in yeah and then that's what happens to me a lot and then everything's fucked up yeah (laughs) yeah that's something i'm still working on too you know it's just yeah but Little things like that, but yeah, de- definitely mobility is a great idea, um, especially in warm up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great time to do it too, because ideally you should be doing it. Yeah, I kind of neglect it to be yeah. honest, but really? yeah, I probably should do more mobility. But yeah, um, but also I want to touch on that, like when you're warming up and doing that kind of mobility and shit, like that's not the time to do a bunch of like super deep stretches and spend oh, no, like a no. minute stretching each muscle group because that. Um, has actually been proven to uh, decrease how much force you can produce through that the, through the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing actual stretching and full on mobility like, work, like static stretches, yeah, like touching your toes and shit. Yeah, that that would be more something to do like post workout mm-hmm. when you're like really warmed up and yeah, because if like you're reducing the force you can create within the muscle and then you go put on some weight they did last week mm-hmm. or something and then it's just it's kind of a recipe for injury too you know right yeah so just as a quick recap we start with that general warm-up just warming up the body getting some blood flow um getting the heart rate up and then doing more like joint type stuff so just moving your body around through the full range of motion that you're going to be using and then getting even more specific so as you can see here the general trend is going from general um to more and more specific as we get further in warming up um and then once you're actually done with all that joint stuff that you're doing then it would be a good idea to actually um start warming up into the exercise that you're using so you know whether that would be starting with a bar on squats even if you squat 405 it would always be a good idea to yeah do that. Just start with the bar put a plate on dude and it's, it's the warm-up isn't a it's not a workout so like i don't ever like to make it tough but like right like even when i'm squatting the bar for my first set of warm-ups though like i try to make that those reps look like how they're going to be 
right during my actual working sets because those reps set the tone mm-hmm. and like i hate watching like i'll watch videos and like i'll see guys on bench warming up with the bar and they're like fucking repping that shit out like super fast i'm like <laughs> yeah. are you gonna rip like are you gonna do your reps like that when you have two plates on there like exactly no. like like that comes back to intention too like your warm-ups are great to, like you're warming up so like you're mimicking what your working set's gonna be mm-hmm. so like don't speed through them like take your time do it how like with good form good technique mm-hmm. even if it's light don't yeah. half rep the shit just yeah do it good yeah S- same thing with like squats i see a lot of people like when they're warming up with 135 or 225 or even 315 if they're a decently strong squatter yeah just go down as fast as they can just dive bomb the hole and come right back up and yeah. be like oh i'm such a beast i yeah. just squatted 225 with so much speed or you see you see them do a couple of those deep ones and that's like a couple quarter squats it's like all yeah. over the fucking place it's like dude what are you doing like <laughs> you're not practicing shit you're yeah, just moving you just yeah like at that point, just fucking throw the four plates on and kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like just just hit. you're, you're just take the safety bars off and yeah, you, find yourself at the bottom of the squat. Yeah, you're wasting your time at that point. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so yeah, like start with the bar, and say you're getting up to three plates or whatever. Start with the bar, mm-hmm. maybe go up to one thirty-five, do mm-hmm. reps. You know, get get some blood flow into the quads, into mm-hmm. the glutes, and whatever, and then you go to two plates, and then I'd say like. Once you start getting closer to like your working set, you can start kind of making that jump of weight mm-hmm. uh, less. So like if you're working at three fifteen, and then mm-hmm. instead of jumping from two twenty five to three fifteen, maybe go to like two eighty five or two seventy five or something. Like throw mm-hmm. just twenty fives on each side, and then you know. Yep. Would you recommend like even like if your working weight's three fifteen, doing a like one rep at maybe like three twenty five or something? Yeah, just yeah. to like overstimulate the yourself to kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It, it's it's kind it's kind of like doing a top set sort of, but yeah. like not not actually pushing yourself. Yeah, not like it's not yeah, it's keeping the volume low. Just it's more so just kind of turn down your nervous system. Yeah, exactly. So that's like a potentiation set. Yeah, a potentiation set. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and and you can even use that in hypertrophy too. Definitely oh, yeah. recommend. I know when I do it, it just it sometimes makes a good. You good? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think I was gonna like puke or something? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> just like, throw up all over the yeah, whole I'm table. Like, should I put my computer? <laughs> no, no, uh, no, I was just burping. It's all that uh, digestion from the food today. The food, yeah. Perks of <laughs> perks of massing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just puke on the podcast yeah. and ruin my computer. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Where are we at here? That pretty much covers warming up, though, yeah. I would say, right? Yeah, I, I, I'd I, say so. We covered that point there. Do you want to go into the next point that we yeah. were talking about? So the next question that me and Max got asked, well, that Max got asked on his uh, Instagram was, how to know if you should cut or bulk? And I feel like that's a pretty common question for a lot of people, especially if you're new to the whole sport and whatnot. So uh, I think it kind of mainly comes down to like where you're currently at, and that's a super broad and basic answer but i can't be like oh you have to cut first because if you're already five percent body fat then that makes no sense mm-hmm. so like say say you're at a higher body fat percentage and you've been lifting for a while but you haven't been really like watching your nutrition like maybe it's a good time to like cut some body fat off you know like go and do mm-hmm. a little cut you know because that can even potentiate more muscle gain if you're mm-hmm. long if your goal in that long run is to be bigger mm-hmm. but uh yeah, I would definitely say if you're on the heavier side, 
cut, obviously. And well, like if you're like really like over fat, I'd say. Yeah. We were kind of getting to talk about the skinny fat example too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinny, yeah. So like, we, yeah, we can cover that. Go ahead. Oh, okay. We'll have to edit this part. Sorry. Uh, for <laughs> another another situation that like I see a lot of people in is like it's kind of I I mean Max call him like the skinny fat, so it's like you're not fat like you don't have a belly or anything but like if you took your clothes off like there's no muscle there yeah you know it's kind of pudgy you're just pudgy yeah so like and that was honestly kind of me a year ago and i was telling max like yeah that one picture dude yeah exactly like i was like i wasn't like fat but i wasn't skinny Mm -hmm. you know i just like with clothes on i looked like i'd be skinny take the clothes off i look fat Mm-hmm. Like that's a good idea. That that yeah. gives you a good idea of what skinny fat is, you know. But over the last year, I just like literally did a recomp. So like, basically, like I didn't really have a huge massing phase. Like I had fa- I had a little bit of time where I was eating a surplus, you know. Then I had some dieting phases where I would cut back on my body fat. But like my weight, literally, like it, my weight only went up and down like within five pounds of like. Mm-hmm. So like say my average weight was like one seventy eight, like I only got down to like one seventy three and then I only went up to like one eighty two. So like I was really like I don't know, I didn't have any huge drastic changes, but like my body, like my appearance changed a lot. So that's kind of that recomp stage, you know. And I'd say that's probably also like really beneficial because you were pretty new to training yeah. smartly. Yeah, right? I was I was new to yeah, exactly. So like yeah, that's another thing. It that this approach kind of really only works for like super new people. And like I was not super new, but Re-comping. like, yeah. So like I was obviously training and stuff, but like I didn't have my nutrition or anything dialed in. But like if you're new to just like training uh, appropriately and eating appropriately, recomp can be really effective. Actually. Yeah. Uh, one thing I just wanted to add to is like, um, like if you're skinny fat, for example, and you're very new to training, like maybe let's say you've trained for a, a year on and off or something like that. Um, it would definitely be a good idea to just do a recomp there because you don't have to do anything drastic. Right. Just simply start slowly changing some habits over to what would be used eventually. Exactly. Like, let's say like getting a decent nutrition plan going, like eating four times a day. Yeah. Um, well, four to six times really, whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's okay. just making like, making like little changes. Like, like, start that's another that's actually a really good point like start little with it you know mm-hmm. like like you were saying like if you're if you're new to this like little changes can make huge like changes oh yeah so like if you're like <laughs> if you're being a jackass and eating mcdonald's fucking every day like maybe only eat it twice a week you know yeah like that can make a difference or maybe instead of drinking regular soda drink diet soda yeah you know like little things like that if you're super new they end up adding on like, mm-hmm. one thing gives you a little bit of results and you're like, Ooh, let's add on another thing. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's a domino effect and it's going to lead you into the right direction. Right. But yeah, like, like, like the, the most, most important thing about lifting or nutrition in general is that, um, you need to form like good habits. Habits. Yeah. Because like, I, I feel like something that people don't understand a lot is that, um, like they'll be like, okay, like I want to lose weight. So, they they go ahead and do some sort of crash diet, right? And then they expect that they'll be able to go back to their normal life afterwards. They yeah, they don't form any habits that. Yeah. So like they go back and they, they don't even like know how they lost weight. They just right. followed some bullshit. Don't eat cookies for thirty days. <laughs> right. Yourself diet, you know. So. Yeah. So so it's like 
um, you got to understand that if you want to have a good physique, um, that's going to have to come at the cost of some bad habits, but that's going to improve your health a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, definitely don't be scared of that, that like you need to change what you're typically doing. Um, it's definitely just the habitual changes that will really make the difference in the long run. So I would say that's for like, if you're new to it, but you know, for me now that I've been doing it for a little, not, I shouldn't even, I'm saying like I've been doing it forever, but like I've been doing the whole like eating healthy and training smart thing for about a little over a year now. So I've kind of ran, I've kind of run out of room to recomp in a in sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why like less efficient. Yeah. It's not really efficient for me anymore. Cause like I don't really have anywhere to recomp from, you sure. know, like I don't have enough body fat percentage to like have enough energy to like add muscle like i need to be getting energy through food so like now i'm going into like legit massing phase where like i want to be gaining a pound a week so like that's what i'm trying to say is like if you're not as experienced that's when i would say cutting and bulking is like having separate phases of it is uh more ideal just because you're gonna reap the benefits of both Mm -hmm. so like having a phase where you're in a surplus for a dedicated amount of time where you know you're adding muscle and then doing cut to drop the body fat percentage and hopefully mm-hmm. hang on to as much of that muscle as you can by dieting uh smart but definitely if you're uh not as or no definitely if you are more experienced to it cutting and bulking depending on where your body fat percentage mm-hmm. is the way to go yeah for sure like it's yeah 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 it's very situational dependent mm-hmm. yeah so, so yeah obviously if you're experience and your body fat percentage is high mm-hmm. like for a male maybe pushing that 20 percent body fat range like mm-hmm. i don't really see much i don't really see going above that as beneficial mm-hmm. uh but maybe i don't know i guess it's it's really individual basically but if you're getting into those higher numbers body fat percentage wise for a male at least uh probably doing a cut would be helpful mm-hmm and it also depends like where you are like psychologically it's like if you're like okay like i don't really care how fat i am right now i just really really want to mm-hmm. start gaining muscle and and not go on a cut right now right like, it would be good like just fix some sort of habits start eating a little better chances are you might lose a little bit of weight mm-hmm. um and still be able to gain a decent amount of muscle too which is definitely cool about being a beginner is that this shit kind of comes a lot easier yeah so you can just think about shit and it happens. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean that's pretty much. I mean, like like we like you said and I said it's really just it's super in the, it's super like dependent on the person mm-hmm. where they're at, how yep. new they are, experience and whatnot. So, yep, there's an infinite amount of situations and uh like at the end of the day too, um just pick a path you're going to go on and stick to it. Yeah, cuz you need to do something for a certain amount of time to see results mm-hmm. like even if you try an exercise or even if you're like yeah kind of a dumb example but like sometimes i'll hear people say oh like i tried this exercise and i didn't feel it well how long did you do it for a week like <laughs> okay that's probably why you know like give us some time yeah you know right. figure that shit out it's part of the game it's like it's not a short yeah, I don't know. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> right. Dude, I, I I, feel like that phrase just gets absolutely beaten to death. Yeah, especially in the whole fitness industry. <laughs> yeah. Everything. It's not a marathon, it's a sprint. 
Well, in terms of bodybuilding, I probably I don't know if I'd rather do a marathon or sprints. Well, a marathon would be more low state or steady state. Oh, oh you're talking about actual cardio or something? Yeah, I'm talking about actual cardio. Oh hell no! I would want to do a sprint, dude. Yeah, I'd rather do a sprint. <laughs> I'd rather get my walks in and get my activity that way. Yeah, yeah. enjoyable AF and. Maybe some of you right now are on a walk and listening to this podcast. So yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much all we want to talk about for that. Yeah, um, bullet point. But next thing we want to talk about is is meal prepping worth it? Shay is uh, definitely a lot more involved in meal prepping than I am right now because he has had a um, full time job this summer. Not that I don't have a full time job, but I'm a little bit more free with my time. And I yeah, I'm just not at home. home. I have right. to. I have to take food with me, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I wouldn't say I'm better. It's just because I'm sure if you were in my situation where you weren't home, you would do it too, right. you know. It's just it's just like where your priorities are kind of at, and mm -hmm. uh, it definitely helps, dude. Like, I mean, I do it every Sunday, and it takes me, like, I've gotten pretty efficient with it now, but, like, to make. It takes, like, 12 hours. Yeah, no. If it took twelve hours, I probably wouldn't do it. Uh, but <laughs> just be in the kitchen. I was in the kitchen from like sunrise to sunset, just at the end, just. Oh. Yeah, like hands are just blistered from cutting. Yeah, no, but honestly, dude, like, how many? So I work four ten, so that's four days, and I I eat three meals during work, so that's twelve meals. Mm -hmm. I make twelve meals in like three hours. Yeah, you know, and it sounds like a lot of time, but shit, put on a podcast learn something make some food exactly. it's honestly i enjoy it it's pretty like it's like meditation almost like yeah sometimes i don't even listen to anything anyways uh it saves me a lot of time because like imagine doing that shit during the week yeah if i had, if i had day. to come home every night after work and meal prep i would just like i tried that happened to me last summer like i just kind of got lazy then with like the choices i was making mm -hmm. so how much more difficult would it be to maintain those good habits it would be so hard dude like I mean, I would do it, but, like, it would just be hard. Because, like, I mean, I work, I, I get there at 6, and I get home at, I don't even get home at 4. I go to the gym at 4 right after work, and then I get home at, like, 6.30 usually, and then I want to be in bed by, like, 10. Mm -hmm. So, it's only really four hours, mm -hmm. you know, so, like, and I want to relax. So, if I had to take another hour and a half out of that four-little-hour window of my relaxation time to cook, that would be it would be so much harder to stick on schedule. So like, is and you'd lose out on sleep. Yeah, exactly. I lose out on sleep. That's probably arguably more important. So with that being said, like meal prepping is super worth it. It might take you a little bit. It might take you three hours on your Sunday, but it's gonna save you. I don't know, five hours during the week. Mm -hmm. You know, it's huge. Probably even more, dude. Yeah, more. Honestly, if you yeah, if you cook multiple meals in one, definitely recommend that. Yeah. Like, oh you, yeah, I cook. Yeah, yeah right, 360 dude. grams of rice, you know, or exactly. 720 grams of rice or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one sitting, you know, and it's just like, like boom, done. Because otherwise, if you cook every single day, like, dude, I did this um, last school year. Excuse me. Not going to throw up on the table. Uh, like, I cooked every single day um, for pretty much every meal during the last school year. And my God, I hated the kitchen and everything to do with it. Same. I I feel that like during quarantine and shit, dude. Like oh. eating five, six meals a day, cooking every meal. That's like five hours in the kitchen a day, dude. Yeah, that shit it gets sucks. old. 
You know, it so, sucks. Yeah, so meal prepping definitely is worth it in that sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, too, it's two things I want to add on to this why it's worth it. One, if you're meal prepping, you're usually cooking in bulk. So, therefore, you kind of can buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. So, you kind of can save money, actually. Mm-hmm. I've had the same bag of rice for, like, all summer. Is it, like, a 10-pound bag or Yeah, something? and it cost me, like, $10. Yeah. I've been using it all summer. So, right. like, you can kind of save money. Uh, It takes, like, they call it, like, diet fatigue, like, choosing what you're going to eat every meal, you know? Like, it just keeps things simple and basic, and I honestly like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another thing, too, is, like, at work... If you're if you're low on time, it's easy to just resort to oh I'm gonna go grab a candy bar or mm-hmm. it's easy like there's go been, grab McDonald's yeah go grab McDonald's or stop at Quick Trip uh, which I did a lot my first year working mm-hmm. at this job you know every day I'd stop at Quick Trip and get two barbecue sandwiches and it's like <laughs> it's like God I was such a pig then dude <laughs> yeah but another thing too like coworkers like like for us on rain days there's always we always have nothing to do because I cut grass. We don't cut grass when it's raining, obviously. So, like, some of the coworkers will be like, oh, I'm going to order, like, five pizzas. And, <laughs> you know, like, in the old days, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm eating a whole pizza myself. And, like, <laughs> I still want to do that. But the fact that I put in the work to make all my meals and the, the fact that I know that I have a very good meal ready mm-hmm. to eat at my, like, like service or like I have the ability to make a really good choice. It makes making that choice so much easier. Yeah. You know? So like, I'm not against like, if you want to have a slice of pizza, have a slice of pizza. Yeah. I don't, I'm not that guy. Like I'm the guy that's like, no, I'm not having that slice of pizza, dude. I'm eating my chicken rice and shit. You know, I'm staying on track. Cause that's, I kind of just love it. Mm -hmm. Like love that style of living. But if I didn't have that, chicken and rice i would definitely be eating like five pieces of pizza and that's just not conducive to my goals so (laughs) it really helps with keeping you on goal right and on track and uh yeah i totally think it's worth it Mm -hmm. especially with in college students and stuff and Mm -hmm. you know just yeah just the sheer time you can save is worth it in itself yeah it's so worth it yeah yeah and you'll be able to stick your goals better and yeah i really think you covered any and all the points that I would have to you. <laughs> no, I just, dude, yeah, I don't know. It's it's honestly been a huge game changer for me. Like, yeah, yeah. I probably, like, like summer's coming to an end, but school's starting up, and, like, I have some days where I'm at school from 9 to 3, you know, so I'll probably meal, I'll probably still meal prep, you know, mm-hmm. and I have class at 9 right away in the morning, Monday through Friday, so, like, mm-hmm. if I want to get as much sleep as I can, it'd be nice just to wake up, grab, grab some oatmeal out of the fridge that I made on Sunday and eat that shit and go, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So. Yeah. 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 That's definitely, definitely looking forward to school this year. I am. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I am. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. You're starting to get into the mean bones and mm-hmm. mean tails of things. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. How many credits are you taking again? I have 17 this semester. 17. Nice. I have a lot, Nice. but I kind of, like we talked about in the past, I was going for something else in the my freshman year and kind of have to do some makeup now, so. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, yeah. I think that's pretty much everything we want to talk about this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shay, would you like to close us out here? Sure, I can close us out. Uh, oh, 
Oh, fuck me, dude. I just told you. brain. How did I do this last time? Yeah, so that's it for today. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening in. Uh, that will be all for our Q&A for episode five, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so next episode... We, me and Max might not actually be in the same room together. It might yes. be over a Zoom call right. because Max will be down in St. Louis and I'll be back here in Mantua still. So, yep. yeah. So. so, yeah, this is the last physical episode for... Until winter break, probably. Yeah, winter break. Unless I come down and try getting yes. some sessions at Fit City or Fit that City other com- gym. It, uh, I'll come train with Sam down there. Yeah, dude. Maybe that... Yeah, honestly, I'd, lo- I'd love to do something like that. Yeah. I could shoot some podcasts or something, too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for today, everyone. Uh, Thank you guys for listening in.